0: Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Welcome back, amigas, to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Wow, what a journey it has been. I just needed to really, really hone in and think about the guests that I've had, because guess what, amigas? It's going to be a year since my first podcast episode. Oh my God. I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to all of you who have been listening every week. Um, And even if you didn't listen every week, you pick up where you left off and you keep bringing me such amazing, amazing beauty, Um, some wonderful, wonderful words Please, please, please continue. I love it. I greatly appreciate every comment and feedback. And of course, you know, you can always write a review on Apple Podcasts and of course, five stars. So what I wanted to do differently is do like a throwback, especially because one of our amazing amigas that was with me about a year ago is Tia Rivera, and I'm excited to reintroduce you to Tia Rivera. She's an amazing soul. Um, She is my WLS sister from PSY, And guess what? She uh, plays a role, a dancing role, in this beautiful, beautiful motion picture called The Heights. And if you all know what The Heights is all about, you need to go check it out. Um, It's on HBO Max. And this exciting um, musical is by... Our very own beautiful, amazing um, Puerto Rican. Um, oh my God, he's just so amazing. And this is uh, Lynn Manuel, and you know him. Um, he's been um, doing things in New York, all over the world, if you will. And um, this latest uh, musical is on HBO Max, and it's called into the Heights or in the Heights, I'm sorry. Yes, in the Heights. And I'm just really so grateful that Tia Rivera, who is on this musical, um, who's in this musical, was one of our very first guests at Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. So Amigas, um, take a listen to this new episode. Well, It's a throwback, if you will, because um, as you know, I had her before. And if you haven't um, heard this episode, well, this is your lucky day because you get to experience her and all her wisdom and all her amazingness. So without further ado, this is Tia Rivera. Hola, amigas, and welcome to today's episode of Handle Your Shit Wow. So today we have such an amazing woman. Her name is Tia Rivera. She's an entertainer and New York City native. Tia Rivera began dancing professionally at 17. And since then, Tia has performed globally with some of the world's biggest superstars. Her performance credits include working with Jennifer Lopez, Rihanna, Beyonce, Usher, Mariah Carey, Gwen Stefani, Kanye West, Neo, and many, many more. Yep, she is my friend and I know her. So let me tell you a little bit about her. With the knowledge and experience she gained as a performer, Tia began working as a choreographer and movement coach to the stars. Some of Tia's notable choreography credits include creating for Major Lazer, John Legend, Fergie, Gwen Stefani, and so many more. Tia's choreography has been featured on hit TV show Dance Moms Season 7 as Herminis took first place competing under Tia's choreography and direction. Tia has also served as a choreographer for VH1 2016 Hip Hop Honors, All Hail the Queens, which took place at the Lincoln Center. Some of Tia's notable spots include Toyota, Swarovski, Gap, and Crown Royale. As well as pursuing her career in entertainment, Tia also has a strong drive to provide motivation and education for aspiring entertainers. She teaches performance workshops and seminars, offering vital information and effective tools to succeed in today's industry. Through her love for public speaking and mentorship, Tia is helping shape the lives of many in pursuit of their own dreams. Puerto Rican, New York City native, the journey for happiness and success is hers. She leads a vibrant and passionate life from an established career as a dancer to her groundbreaking choreography. Tia was simply born to make an imprint on this world and she has and I am so so excited that she's here today to really let us know about her hacks her tools her tricks everything that has um, given her the strength to to dance and to pursue her career as an entertainer she's a fabulous soul you're going to love her and please please leave comments Leave a review because she is one of a kind, and I'm so excited to introduce her to you today, and you're going to love her just as much as I love her. All right. Yay. I'm so, so, so excited for our guest. She is one tremendous amiga. Oh, my God. What can I tell you other than she is a badass, A complete badass. So, welcome, Amiga. Welcome to the Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. And I am super excited to introduce. Well, her uh, her real name is Tia She goes by Tia. So let's just call her Tia and give her a warm welcome. And let's just get this badass Latina talking to us about everything about her. I'm just going to share a little bit, just a tad bit, and she's going to take it on from there so this girlfriend of ours uh, she is an accomplished professional in dancing she has choreographed so 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 many dances to so many superstars yes people like beyonce like jennifer lopez john legend fergie Fergie, I'm sorry, Gwen Stefani, oh my God, many, many, many more. I mean, the list keeps going, going, going. She's been on VH1, she's been on MTV, she's been all over, and it's just so incredible to have her here. I'll let you know a little bit about how I met her. I met her through this organization called PSI, and SI is spelled P-S-I, and it's a personal development organization. And now within that organization, there's several steps to get to where we got to, which is WLS, Women's Leadership Seminar. And for those of you who are not into personal development, let me tell you something. You're not living if you have not experienced what personal development is all about. And I know my girlfriend here, my sister, because we are sisters when we graduate from WLS. Seriously, my sister from another mister, she knows how important it is to have personal development in your life because we have to draw it into our heart. Yes, we use our minds, but we got to draw into our heart so that we can step forward and own it. Own it like the baddest Latina that we are destined to be and be unapologetic about it. So without further ado, I'd love to welcome my girlfriend here, Tia. Hey! Hey, hey. hey. (laughs) What's going on, Jackie? Oh my God. Well, this pandemic has certainly changed us. (laughs) Um, So Tia, you need to let us know where you're from, your background, and how you came to be Tia, really. Okay, in short,
1: um, because it's a pretty long story, but um, I'm 29 years old. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, originally. Born and raised, BK. I'm such a city girl, I'm such a New Yorker. Um, Lived in New York my entire life, and I started dancing professionally straight out of high school. Dance is something that I always liked to do as a kid, but I never really thought that it was something that you could do professionally. No one in my family pursued anything in the arts, at least to the extremity of it becoming a career. You know, I learned salsa in the kitchen and I learned, you know, dance from my parents. And, uh, you know, my parents are very big on music, especially you know, salsa and freestyle music. So I grew up around a lot of uh, dance culture, I would say. But it's something that, again, you know, I just liked to do as a kid and I never really thought that it was something that people do for a living. And in high school, I joined this dance team. Again, just a dance team in my high school. And I was like, oh, well, this is fun. And I had actually went uh, and visited this actual dance company with a friend of mine who was in my school and he kept telling me like, you need to come check out my crew. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, let me go see what this is about. And I remember sitting there and the rehearsal was four hours long and I planned on staying maybe for like 30 minutes or an hour. And I sat there for hours just watching and, just being like, wow, I didn't even know that this was possible, that people have rehearsal and you can do all these different dance styles. And I was literally blown away. I was exposed to so many different dance styles and just the culture behind professional dance um, that it kind of shifted my perspective on what was possible for me. And this was my last year of high school. So I actually went ahead and joined um, joined that dance company. It's called KR3T's. It still exists to this day. Uh, KR3T stands for Keep Rising to the Top. Um, and Violet, who was my mentor then, still runs the company today. And that's like the the beginning of how my dance career started. And again, it's something that I did after school. And I would do little shows here and there. And then I started to get paid. Um, you know, not much. I would
0: at that start because you don't get paid just right away it's
1: like oh no 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 no. so you know at first I I did a bunch of free shows you know there's a lot of like showcases and all of that stuff and then I remember um, uh, V had Violet we call her V had a few uh, you know reggaeton artists and freestyle artists that uh, would come to her for dancers for their shows So I remember being hired for my first dance job and it was for this reggaeton artist. I honestly don't even remember his name. (laughs) It was was a club show and the stage was like four by four. It was super small, but I remember being so excited because I was like, wow, I can like make money doing this. This is so cool because I just did it because I love to do it. You know, I didn't do it even then. I didn't think that it was gonna be a, a career. I enrolled into college. I started going to college. Actually, my major was psychology Ooh. and my minor was dance. Ah. So, um, you know, I started getting paid for shows, but it was not a lot. hundred bucks, 200 bucks. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then, you know, work started to pick up. And uh, my first year of college, I auditioned for this Michael Jackson tribute tour. And this was right after Michael had passed away. Mm-hmm. And I booked it and I had to make a decision on whether or not I was going to stay in school or follow my dream. And thankfully, my parents supported my decision. And I was like, you know what? I want to do this. So uh, I left school. Literally, I was in college for one semester. Mm -hmm. And then I left uh, to tour, uh, to go on tour. And the rest was history. And this, I was 20 years old. I was, no, I was 19. I was 19 at the time. Wow. And and before this specific job, I did jobs here and there, but it was just, you know, a few hundred bucks here, a few hundred bucks there. It wasn't anything that I thought like this can be a sustainable career. Right. But after this specific job, uh is when I actually got signed to an agency. Uh after this specific job, I went ahead and did this training program that completely changed the game for me as a performer. It's called Motivating Excellence. And one of my really, really great friends to this day and mentors, Rhapsody James, is the creator and founder of Motivating Excellence. And I actually did the first season of it as a training program. I was in there for three months. This was in 2011. And after that, my career like just really took off. I remember 2011 was the year I got signed to an agency. I did this training program, I booked my first major music video, which was Beyonce's Run the World.
0: Oh my god, uh, okay. we have right. something to say about that. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> okay, so oh yeah, that song. Uh, what is it? I, what is the name of it again? Uh, 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 Girls Who Run the World. Girls Who Run the World. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, when, when Tia and I were at WLS, she suggested that we, um, as a group, do some dancing for our teachers, our mentors there at the leadership. And so she gathered us all around and choreographed for us to dance to that song. Okay, let me tell you, girl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like honestly it it brought me so much joy to watch all of you learn the choreography because again for that specific job I wasn't the choreographer I was the dancer yeah this is when I was just dancing I wasn't even choreographing yet um but to see all of you who were just so open and willing and fearless and being like you know what we're gonna learn this and we were in the barn and it was late at (laughs) night it was so great so much fun
0: it was so much fun I loved it I'm like Oh my god, okay. So I'm like moving. I'm like, okay, all right, that part, I I don't know if I could do that part, but I'm gonna try. I mean, you were so good. You were such you stood in your leadership as a choreographer as and you commanded the room. And I love that about you. And those are traits that that are not easy to find. How did you find those traits? I know you've been surrounded by these amazing groups, but what specifically is it that allows you to step into that queen that you are?
1: You know, I feel like there are many things that uh, come into play that helped me become the woman that I am today. One, uh, the household that I was raised in, I was raised raised by a single mom. So I was raised by someone who displayed leadership and strength and uh, independence, you know? So I had someone to mirror who uh very much believed in your slogan amiga get your shit together you know <laughs> Hell yeah um so i think that that's that's where it started also being from new york city a place where you know hustle and drive and ambition kind of just runs through our blood mm-hmm. it's a very mm-hmm. uh very fast paced place to grow up in um it taught me a lot about diversity it taught me a lot about hustle it taught me a lot about really going after what it is that I want yeah. you know they say that if you can you can make it in new york you can make it anywhere exactly right? yeah so yeah. that and then you know me stepping into this career as a dancer which i had a very amazing fruitful career as a dancer i had experienced so many things at such a young age and you know I knew in my early twenties that I wanted to choreograph. I knew that I wanted to create a direct. I knew that I wanted to step into that leadership role in entertainment. I just waited for my experience to catch up with my dreams, and wow, once I did, <laughs> my experience uh, as a performer caught up with the dreams that I had, and I was finally ready to transition uh, to choreography. But honestly. Jackie, growing up, I feel like I just always had this fierce Latina leadership thing about me. I remember at family parties, I would get all my cousins together and I'd be like, everybody learn this routine. And they'll be like, okay. And we were like eight years old and we would go to the room. The talent show. Yeah. Literally. Literally. And again, it's not something that I ever planned to do. It's just kind of how I always was. And then thankfully I've been gifted by God, these opportunities where I have been able to move into the space of leadership with entertainment first and foremost, you know, me transitioning from being a dancer to now choreographer, creative director, but also transitioning into leadership uh, with mentorship. I have my own mentorship class. Um, I mentor people inside of entertainment, outside of entertainment. But I think that, again, my experiences in my life, just growing up, my childhood me investing in personal development like you mentioned before it's a huge thing i don't mean to to interrupt but how did you come across personal development, personal that- development. yeah oh for sure okay so for me how i came across personal development i was 22 years old and i remember my dad uh at the time uh, so I, I lived with I lived with my mom majority of my life. Uh, late teenage years, I moved with my dad. Right, we started to build our relationship. I moved with my dad, and when I was 22 years old, my dad had a Super Bowl get together party thing. So I invited a bunch of my friends over. He invited some of his friends, and one of his friends had a son. And. I remember, you know, all of us being in the house and his son being like, Hey, uh, I want to show you guys something. I want to share with you guys this like opportunity presentation. And we were like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So he pulls out his laptop and he does this whole presentation and it was for a network marketing company. And back then I knew nothing about network marketing. I knew nothing about anything outside of dance, you know, outside of dance, it's all I knew. So I remember being
0: like, this is like one of those pyramid things, right? And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, everybody, yeah, a lot of people think that it is like a pyramid, but that is illegal. But it's
1: not. It's really not. And I didn't know anything. So again, at first I was like, you know, I don't know about this, but there was something about the way that he carried himself, how he lived his life that I really gravitated towards. And I was like, whatever that is, like, I want that. Yeah. He was driving his dream car and he was happy and he had this like radiance and, um, long story short, I was like, you know what, let me give this business a shot more so for the people that I'm allowed to, that I would be able to surround myself with. Mm -hmm. I remember going to an event and seeing, you know, people my age of a few years older than me making the income that I wanted to make being the kind of person that I wanted to be. So that company in short, for me was a personal development company in disguise. I learned a lot about leadership. I was exposed to books that I probably would have never been exposed to at that age, if not had been, if I would have been in that company, like, you know, him at the time who was my mentor introduced me to Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I read that introduced me to Think and Grow Rich, which is another amazing personal development book introduced me to a lot of the influential books that have changed my life and uh it just exposed me to this world of personal development that i didn't even know existed mm-hmm. so even after i uh after i parted ways with that company i just had fallen in love with becoming the next best version of myself yeah however yeah. that looked yeah. um and then i stumbled upon Sai because my boyfriend sammy we both have a mutual friend who went to sign he's actually a dancer and, you know, throughout me and Sammy's entire relationship, I've always been big on personal development. I've always brought him to seminars with me. And when he brought Sai up to me, he said, Hey, I heard about this company. They have these like classes and he didn't have to tell me much. I was like, I'm in personal <laughs> development. I'm in. And I'm so happy that I went, because I will say that when it comes to personal development, Sai has changed the game for me. Definitely.
0: Definitely. I can, I can say the same thing because, you know, as you know, I've been a lawyer for 20 years and um, I had no clue. Like I'm, I'm a lot older than you and I had no clue about personal development. I heard it before, like in a, like, hi, those cuckoos, like, like just get it together. Why are you even like paying attention? And that was me, you know, talking about it. I'm like talking smack. And I'm like, and then I get exposed to it and I'm like, Oh my god, where have you been? Where have you been in my life? And it's been the best thing that has happened for me. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Hands down. Yeah. Sweet. I'm so happy that you attended WLS the same time I did. Divine time and in divine order, I say. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so now you have personal development in your life. Well, you have you've had it for a long time. And so you were from, well, you are from New York. But now you're in L.A. So how, hello? How long have you been in that transition happen? And how did that happen? <laughs> okay, so when I was 23, 23, 24
1: is when I transitioned um, moving to Los Angeles. At the time, I was already starting to pick up work as a dancer. And I remember traveling back and forth for work a lot. And I was just spending so much money on flights. And I was like, girl, you might as well just move there. <laughs> so I took a leap of faith no family, no friends. And I moved across the country to follow a dream that I wasn't sure was going to work out. And here I am seven years later and God just did what he did. And it's it's been all uphill ever since I moved to LA and I've, I love it here. I, I live in, you know, Studio City in Los Angeles. I've been here for seven years now. Mm-hmm. I visit home frequently, but this is my home
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, I'm, I'm original. I'm like, you know what they say um, from L.A. L.A. is the place where the hardcores happen. So I'm like, that's me. That's where I'm from.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, obviously born and raised in L.A. and I and I have lived in different areas, but I always come home. I always this is home now for me at least. And yeah. uh, I mean, this is there's Hollywood. So this is where dancing, music videos, everything is done here. Of course, we welcome okay. you. So I'm excited for you. So now I see you on Instagram and you're like, you know, doing your mentorship program. So talk to us about that, your mentorship programs that you are doing right now.
1: Yeah, of course. So I've always had a passion for leadership. Like I mentioned at such a young age, you know, uh, I just didn't know what to do with it. And throughout my life and my experiences i've recently in my recent years especially these past few months i've really been feeling it in my heart that i need to do a mentorship course that i need to do a mentorship class Mm -hmm. and for the past few years i actually have been putting on performance workshops specifically for the the dance community where there is a personal development portion Mm -hmm. of this of the performance workshop so the performance workshop would be A mock audition, a dance class, and then a business for dancers seminar where we would go through a bunch of different stuff. But something about this quarantine is actually the quarantine that inspired my mentorship class and for me to do it now because it's something that I've always wanted to do. But if I can be honest, Jackie, pre quarantine, I was busy and blessed and booked and working. So I was like, you know, I'll get to it eventually. And then everything stopped mm-hmm. and God allowed me the time and the space to do the, all the things that I said I want to do that I don't have time for. Right. And I saw a bunch of my friends teaching like dance classes and doing different things and helping contribute to people staying sane during this time, especially people in my community where I wanted to offer something a little bit different because I've spent so much time and money and energy and effort on personal development, I wanted to create a class that was, that mirrored a responsibility training, Mm. you know, that helped people become more responsible for who they are, why they are the way that they are, how they got here, and to take ownership for what their next level looks like. You know, we set goals, I have a class on leadership, I have a class on habits it's uh six classes mm-hmm. uh the the course is designed two weeks two hours per class three classes a week so it's a total of six classes and during quarantine i've been able to do three of these classes so i cap it out at 50 students i've been able to impact 150 lives at this point positively throughout wow. quarantine who have enrolled into the class and the honestly the the testimonies and the feedback is really what keep me continuing to do these classes because originally I was just going to do one. I said, you know what? I have time. Let me do a mentorship course Mm -hmm. two weeks. And midway through that first class, I have people messaging me. My friend is in your class. She said, it's amazing. When is your next one? When is this? And I was like, okay, God, I hear you. And I did another one three weeks later. And now I actually, last week, I just finished up my third class. Um, So it's been great. I'm not having another class until November. Okay. But I'm excited to keep it going. I'm excited to continue to give back
0: and pay oh, for Oh, of course. Oh, I, I so resonate with what you're saying because this pandemic has offered so many gifts. Yes. It allows us to pause, take stock. Where am I and where do I want to go? Mm-hmm. And because of the, I mean, I do need to say this. Thank you, Lord. I mean, I know that a lot of people are suffering, and, and and there's there's um. I mean, I know in my family, some have been afflicted of COVID, but in it, it's it's our spirit that keeps us alive and keeps us motivated to keep on going and not stay stuck. Yeah, this the time, and so when I decided to do the podcast, I was like. This is the best time because people need to hear positive messaging about God, about spirituality, about chingonas, Latinas, amigas that are stepping up their game just like you. It's incredible. I applaud you. Amiga, you, I mean, you're going to be so busy. You're going to be like, Jackie, I don't have time for you. (laughs) I'm never saying that. (laughs) But -hmm. that's incredible. Incredible. I'm super, super proud. And I know, I mean, I'm going to be launching a mastermind and I would love to have you there to talk to us about, you know, what, what it takes to be a dancer. I mean, that would be amazing. You know, I would love that. Uh, you are next level. And I mean, I'm just so excited for what's the next thing. What is your next thing? You've been doing the mentorship programs. So I'm, I know there's something else brewing in your head. So tell us about it. So many things. <laughs>
1: I haven't even scratched the surface. Okay, well, I will say this. For entertainment, I feel like I am now walking in my next level. Mm. For a long time, I wanted to be a consistent, working, uh, reputable choreographer, creative director, and by the grace of God, I am doing that. Even during quarantine, I've thankfully been able to work in my field not as frequently uh because a lot of things have shut down but i've shot a few music videos i actually choreographed a commercial yesterday for del taco uh we we were on set for two days so it's been a blessing to still be able to do what i love in the midst of all of this chaos but aside from rising in my career as a choreographer and creative director because I, i still want to do that and rise above even more It's something i'm very very passionate about eventually i want to direct i want to direct things uh that are dance and non-dance related i want because i love creative direction so Mm. everything from commercials to music videos to live Mm. stage and tv is something that i'm looking to do uh in the future also with my mentorship Uh, When the world is back open, eventually, as opposed to it just being virtually, I want to take the class on the road and I want to travel and go to different cities and different countries and do weekend workshops. Another thing that I want to do is really enhance my public speaking and my public speaking career. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's something that I'm also very, very passionate about. I know that God didn't just gift me with,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, you know sharing my talent and reaching people through movement, but also through my voice. And I, I hear him so loud and so clear, especially these past few months. So really taking on my public speaking career to another level is something that I look forward to doing as well. Wow. Um, all of those things, all of, all of those things combined. Oh my is my next God. level. And and you know by the grace of God, I feel like slowly but surely I am walking in, in currently in all of my pur- in all of my purpose. Right. Uh, there's another level to there's another level to it. You know? I would say if Oprah and J Lo had a baby, it would be me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love so you've you've danced with J Lo, so I'm always yeah. curious how is she? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's great she's uh, honestly she's great she's such a hard worker mm-hmm. she's such a hard worker and honestly working with her was a bucket list job for me it was a dream job yeah being she's latina and she's from new york and she started as a dancer I know. she's always been such a huge inspiration for me so the first time i got to work with her uh, funny enough, I was direct booked from the, the choreographer, meaning, uh, when you're direct booked, you don't have to audition for the job. Ooh, so nice. you get an email and they're Ooh. like, Hey, we want to know if you're available. Yeah. And I was like dying on the inside. I was like, My yes, I remember. I remember I didn't live in LA yet. I was in New York and they were like, you have to be in LA or rehearsal would start tomorrow. And then I was scrambling to book a flight. I finally made it to LA, literally off the plane, straight to rehearsal. And our rehearsal was at her house. And then I really died. <laughs> so here I am, me of only four girls, four dancers, and we're in J Lo's house and we're rehearsing. And I was just like, What is my life right now? <laughs> like, what is it? It was such a full circle moment. I've actually been able to work with her. Uh, on multiple occasions, but that first time uh was really a full circle moment for me in my career and just like how I grew up in my culture.
0: Oh my God. Well yeah, because she's Puerto Rican as well. So this is yeah. like more so, right? It's like well, from New York. Yeah, from, from New York. Dancer, yeah. <laughs> everything, everything. That is awesome. That is amazing it. You know, to for you to get to know this woman that, that you've been looking at her through a TV and yeah, just admiring her. And then, boom, you're there with her. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like chills, right? Like, like, I
1: mean... I will say this, you know, a lot of... I always got the question about celebrities, like, what are they like? And how is this person? How is this person? They're just normal people, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And I think that... uh us as dancers and performers we we normalize that because we know what it's like to be in the profession yeah, yeah and that's why they keep professionals around who aren't going to be like oh my gosh can i take a picture or this or that because you know they're, they're working yeah and we're all working we're all living in our gifts we're all doing our job but yeah. they're just regular people yeah. just like us
0: yeah they I just
1: gifted a way larger platform
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you're there too, my love. You are there. You are. I, re- I receive that. <laughs> yeah, you are there, my love. And you're going to rise even further and further and further because you've got God's spirit in you. And you yeah. are you are at his command, right? And so you're just like, okay, you tell me, where do I go? Oh, listen, if he doesn't talk, I don't move. Yeah. So Amen. Real. Amen. Amen to that. Oh, my goodness. As we're wrapping this up, Okay. So what can you share with us about your, your must do's every day of your life to get you on peak stake so that you can be Tia, be your best self? What are your, your tools, your hacks that you'd like to share with us?
1: Of course. Wow. There's so many, but for the sake of time, uh, if you want all my hacks and roll into my next class, everyone, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to put it in the show notes about, <laughs> <your next laughs> class. Yes, yes. um, very big on having a morning routine. Mm-hmm. I think that taking the first hour of my day for myself sets me up for the kind of day that I want to have. So I wake up, I make my bed, I roll out my yoga mat. I pray first mm-hmm. and foremost, I pray to God. I say 10 things that i'm grateful for out loud and i try to make them different every single day i start my morning with an attitude of gratitude just being thankful for being alive while so many people in this world are dying every single day Mm -hmm. i woke up and i have another chance to do it right and to do it better so i pray i start my morning with gratitude and then i do visualization so i have my vision board i put it down I i meditate and then i do yoga um, and that's a way for me to wake my body up. I do about 10, 20, sometimes 30 minutes of yoga. But I really just take the first hour of my day for me. And on days where things may get a little chaotic, I remind myself that you deserve this time. And mm-hmm. when I don't make time for myself, that is me telling myself that I am not worth it. Yeah. So morning routine is me working on my worthiness and me working on my own self-love. And then I look at my schedule, my, my, my I will list for the day. I don't like to call it a to-do list because to-do lists don't get done. (laughs) I I will get done. And then I go and I conquer my day. I, I, I decide what are the three most important things that I need to do for the day. Nine times out of 10, my week is already planned by Saturday. Like the following week, I'm very big on a schedule and filling my days up and just continuing to be a person of my word. I think that that has really helped me and helps me every single day to do all of the things that I set out to do from working on my physical. I work out every, almost every day, at least five days out of the week from working out to reading. I'm very big on personal development every day. I'll read 10 pages, 20 pages, sometimes a chapter of a book that I'm reading. I'm very big on working on every part and every area of my life that needs love even if it's for 30 minutes or if it's for an hour. And I think that what helps me become every single day is reminding myself, Tia, all you have to do is focus on being the person who does what she said she would do. Just Mm. be a person of your word, be a person of integrity. And anyone who knows me knows that I live by those two things. I'm very big Mm. on integrity and just be a person of your word. Uh, Those things have really carried me and those things carry me every single day
0: beautiful beautiful i love that integrity and worthiness booyah oh my god this is why we needed to get you here this is amazing i love 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 you i want you back i want you back maybe do it all right (laughs) i mean really i mean it's uh it's really taken an uh you know, it's taken a lot of serenity, a lot of serenity and just releasing and just letting it flow and and um, and knowing that God has us, you know, and we'll be fine. We're going to be fine. We're always fine. Thank you Amen. so much for your amazing, you for me. your love. And I'm just like, ah, out of this world. <laughs> so excited. So thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.